Hi, my name is Jason Adriani, and welcome to the Blade in Chats, your skating chat based. In this podcast, we are talking with bladers and bladies from all over the world, united by a single passion, blading. Episode 64, Scott Crawford. Let's wait for Scott to be connected. Yay! Hi, right? What's up, Scott? How you doing? How you going? Can you see me? Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, I can now. Okay, perfect, perfect. How's life? Everything's fine? Yeah, we're going going good. Going good. Just uh, kids are now back in Australia, all, go, uh, all gone back to school, so life's sort of settling back down again. Okay, perfect, perfect. So, like, right now, it seems like the the life is going back to the normal schedule, or? Uh, almost, yeah, pretty much. Things are still, obviously, a bit different, but, um, but yeah, it's not, um, it's all sort of slowly going back. The skate parks have opened up again, which is good. Okay, perfect. And uh, kids are back at school. So, um, yeah, we're doing all right down here. I think that just the, the sheer space we've got down here helped, you know. And like, um, so first thing first, thank you so much for being here and like for uh, spending your time here with us and talking about like blading and all that. So thank you. Thank you so much. Um, with that being said, how many kids do you have? Like two? Three. 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 Okay. Yeah. Well, 14, 11 and seven. Did you ever go skate with them? Like, did, did they come with you skating at the skate park? Yeah. Yeah. They come occasionally. They don't, uh, they don't, they're not hassling me to come down. But um, yeah, they come down, they come down. We've actually in, while we've all been in sort of quarantine, we've been allowed to go out and exercise. So the whole family's actually going out street skating a bit. So it's been okay. good. Perfect. And like, what about work-wise? Like, were you able to work? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm at uh, frontline service, they call us. So we ha have to work. We okay. don't really have a choice. Okay. So yeah, I'm a firefighter. Um, so there was yeah. There was so like any em emergencies like during the quarantine, like everything was like quite, uh, quite, quite okay and quite settled. It's quieter, but there's always something going on, you know, car crashes or people still have heart attacks and people still fall downstairs and fires still start just because, <laughs> but it has been quieter. Okay. Yeah, definitely. definitely. So, and yeah, it's been a pretty wild year. How's Italy going? I mean, right now it seems like, I mean, like, I'm kind of a, I wouldn't say afraid, but like here right now people are acting that like everything's going back to normal when mm. it's not because the virus is still around. We don't have like any cure. And, um, and so like uh, um, here you can see like in two weeks, we are not like, um, I wouldn't say we're not allowed, but like the government says that like if we wanted to, we can go around to the city without even wearing the masks. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm quite skeptical and quite uh, scary about a second wave of uh, infected people here. But, like, luckily, 
like um, since the 4th of May, we are able to go back to our work. Um, we are able to go out skating and do like physical activities and all that. Because before that, from the 8th of March, we were mm. allowed just to go outside to pharmacies and grocery. And that was pretty much it. Yeah, okay. So we were, we weren't that bad. Um, but we had, um, you know, obviously all skate parks and public areas closed. And you could go out to exercise with, um, I think it was just two people. So you could go for a run or you could ride your bike or something or go for a skate, but you couldn't go to skate park, like hang out anywhere. So, so we didn't sound like we had it as bad as you. And all travel was just kind of limited to, um, you know, groceries and uh, whatever they deemed to be, you know, essentials. So Great. it's been a wild year. Like it's been a crazy year for yeah, everybody. Yeah. Like in Australia, there were like, when was it? Like in the beginning of January, those uh, uh, fire things in, in the forest? Yeah, yeah, it was, it was unbelievable. People have almost forgotten about that. It was, um, it was crazy, unlike we'd seen in a long, long, long time here. It was, um, I mean, I don't know if you saw the Dom Westville, uh, the yeah. latest one that came out, but all that haze, that smoke was around the city. Like some days you couldn't even see across the harbour. Like it was, it was pretty no wild. Way. Yeah, it's crazy. Mm. Are you guys were able to breathe? I mean, like I, I suppose that, like the air was like quite heavy, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't even like I wouldn't go out and exercise on the really bad days. That's for sure. It's not. I I get enough smoke. I don't need any more smoke <laughs> than what I already get from um, not not from what you think, but from my work. You know, like. Of course. Like I, I try and be as careful as I can, you know, I'm a, I've only got one set of lungs, so I try and look after them. Damn, damn, that's crazy. But, yeah. And like, what about blading wise? Like how, how and, and when did you start skating? Uh, I started in 1990, um, so a little while ago. And um, <laughs> yeah, I was, I don't know, 15 maybe? I think I was 15, 15th birthday. Um, I got a pair of skates. So uh, I saw I saw a guy and it was just kind of at the time, it was just a skiing, more of a skiing thing here. Like we don't have that much ice skating here, like a little bit, but not a lot. Um, but it was either a hockey cross training or a skiing thing. And I saw this guy at a place called Chatswood, which was a, back then became a pretty famous street skating spot. Um, just, you know, it was all 72 mil wheels, no grind plates, nothing like grinding wasn't even a thing. It was, you know, <laughs> nothing. And, um, yeah, that's how I started. So I just rolling around the streets and, and, uh, bashing off stairs and trying to jump things. And yeah, so that's how yeah. I started a long time ago. That's, so. that's awesome. Man. And it's pretty cool to see, like, I don't know if you know it, but like here in Italy, like you, um, Timur, Tom Fry, Dion Anthony, you guys are like, um, um, institution like for for no. I, know, I mean like I, I started skating in 2000 so I have missed the whole wave from like the mid 90s and all that but like mm. my friend like the people older than me or like who started skating in 95 96 they still till to this day look up at the, your section or like a Tom Fry sections and all that to get inspiration to to go skating man it's it's, it's crazy to to see that and it's pretty yeah. cool to see that like you're still here around and skating man yeah i'm, I'm still trying man I, I honestly i just now i probably like it more now than what i did when i was professional like um, 
like a little kid now i i, I see things i can't do what i used to do but i still see what the things and i'm like oh you know like you know but i would have done that before and <laughs> occasionally i'll try something and you know sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't so but yeah it was a um it was a good time australia had a, a really rich culture in skating and um i mean myself and I, you probably don't know but john pollard and blake reed and callan mulvey these guys were all from sydney and they're, they're the guys that i skated with and that i looked up to and um you know we all started skating together and we we're 16 and um we all started just doing skate shows we sort of got adopted by uh, you know got sponsored by shop and they were doing um they were doing these vert shows on a on a portable vert ramp and um actually before that we we're doing jump ramp shows so like uh we'd drag these big jump ramps around and skate at them at 100 miles an hour and just jump cars and you know do that kind of stuff so yeah Man. Like, how did you get like um uh, involved into the into the street thing i mean like for me it was easy because i was look up to to videos and, and to all that but like you guys it's like you were the one who um created the the movement and all that like how did you guys find out like inspiration to to make tricks or like to do stunts or things like that well i mean i was hanging around with super creative people and um i like um i don't know i i, I think skating or well, my history i'll start again sorry i'm babbling I'll start again. I came from a very sporting background and um, competed. I've been competing since I was a little kid, like in uh, uh, rugby union, you know, like football, rugby. Oh, it's Italy. Of course, you've got rugby union there. You know, I played rugby union for, for 11 years. I play, I was a trampolinist for New South Wales and oh, wow. you know, gymnastics. And I surfed and I rode motorbikes and I rode mountain bikes. And so always, always, always doing sports. I did you know, martial arts for years and years and years. And then, but all those sports had a, um, you all had to do things exactly the same way. Like gymnastics, you know, there's a perfect backflip and everybody's trying to do, get to this perfect backflip. And that to me was just so boring. Everyone looking the same, you know, for me, there was no creativity in it. While it was very athletic and sporty and all that kind of stuff, which I like, there was zero creativity in it. So then when I found skates at 15 and hanging out with these guys that skated that, and there was no one telling us what to do. And all of a sudden you're going through the streets of Sydney at 16 years old, you know, it's, it's pretty wild and no one putting restrictions on you, you know, just going, Oh, well, should we try this? Like, well, why not? You know, of course we can, we can do whatever we want. And um, so that was where that came from. You know, I was hanging around with a very creative bunch of guys that, that, um, And at the time, we didn't even, because there was no internet, there was very few magazines, almost no videos, you know, apart from Team Rollerblade dance stuff and a little bit of AJ Jackson. Um, the only inspiration you could kind of get was from roller skates, you know, from like Renee Holgren and people like that. So, so yeah, that's, that's sort of where it all started, I guess, for me and the creativity side. And that's the bit that I loved. And, people look back at that old footage and we look terrible. But what you've got to imagine is there was all that stuff was brand new. Like imagine trying to invent something from nothing, you know, like it's so the, the style and all that came later, you know, it came later on in the sport, but, but while you're creating things, it, it's, um, it's always a bit wobbly, you know, before it gets <laughs> refined. 
So now it's really refined. True, yeah. and like I totally agree with with like what you're saying, and like what, for example, John says on the, the Dom West video, which is like uh, one of the uh, most influential, in my opinion. Like it gives me like all the time that I'm watching it, like um, inspiration to go out and skate because what John says is pretty cool, and it's the same that you're saying right now. Like right now, we do have a culture, we do have like a way to. Um, do things and like to um, get inspired by. So it's pretty cool to see. And it's pretty cool to see that like you are still around, John Julio is still around, Miguel is still around. You guys are like here and representing the sport at the, at its best, in my opinion. So it's pretty cool to see that. Yeah, I mean, I'm not doing anything new, that's for sure. <laughs> But, um, I, I, you know, I go and skate with the guys from Vine Street and, and all those guys and, you know, Joe when he's around and, um, Haffy, Chris Haffy's in Sydney sometimes. So I skate with those guys and it's incredible. You know, they're, they're incredible. You know, I'm just, you know, I'm, you think those guys have been around in the industry for a long time. Well, I was before that. So it's sort of, yeah, it's, and, it's been a while. How is like, how does it feel to you being like one of those uh, um, first ones, like uh, watching people like CJ or like Chris Haffy skating or like, Gave drum like um, watching back on how you guys were skating in in the very beginning, and then like watching the sport uh, um, develop and like the evolution of it. Like how was like uh, how was it for you? Yeah, well, I mean it's just incredible. I mean like the the way it's developed is incredible. But I've spoken a few times about this, and and in regards to the level obviously the level increased but the level increases with time and and over time you know like like i said to be the first person to do something is really really hard True. you know the, the the first people so it's because there is no rule books so when you get guys like haffy and farm and julio and all those guys doing that stuff that's brand new you know that's why they're they're trailblazers that's why they're just incredible and um I mean, that's what Tommy was doing. That's what Manuel was doing. That's what Chris Edwards was doing back in the day. So for me, the level of skating, like, um, wasn't necessarily harder because everyone's trying as hard as they possibly can. It's just that the, the growth period, you know, had a lot more time to grow and grow and grow and grow until it got to that level, you know, Shima. Um, you know, I was filming with him a little bit for um, – the mind game, the first, the mind game video, you know, I was, did a few of the street skates with them and um, it was just amazing. Like it was phenomenal to see. It was really cool. So, yeah. And then, and obviously now it's just gone out in a, in a much wider spread where it was just go bigger, go bigger, go harder, go harder, go harder until you end up in hospital, which is what happened to me. And um, now it's, Now it's different. Now it's going out on a lot wider path and including a lot more people, which is a good thing. True. And like mm. going, going back, like uh, from what I was saying about like the, the Italian uh, OGs that like said, like you guys, you, Dion Anthony, mm. uh, Tom Fry are like their idols. And uh, um, like, have you ever guys came here in Europe, like touring or like here in Italy as well? But you know what? Because I, I rode for K2. We did lots and lots of stuff in um, Asia. But uh, I know Tommy Fry and Manuel and, and all those guys, the Rosis guys, you know, that, mm -hmm. so they spent a lot of time in Italy. Oh. Um, but myself personally, you know, I would do the European stuff. So I'd do the comps in Germany and the comps in mm -hmm. Lausanne and 
I did tours through England and stuff with K2, but I spent a lot of my time in Asia. So sort of got a bit of a funny cult following in Asia, which is which is funny, you know, with Markio and Ichikomore and all those guys. So, Damn. Yeah. I remember like before doing this, I was trying to look on, on, on my magazine, but I couldn't find it. But like later on, I'm going to send you the picture of one of the coolest ads that I ever saw on, on Daily Bread. It was a picture of you. I think probably it was like a Jethro commercial or like a K2 mm. commercial that you were like doing sweat stands on this rail uh, pretty close to a down ledge. And it was like such an, an amazing, uh, I, I'm going to send it to you later because yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I don't know if you remember that one. That was, that, that picture was pretty cool. I do I really love it, man. I do. Um, I think that may have been in Japan. Uh, Could be probably. If, if it's the one I'm thinking of, it would have been shot by Jeff Starenforth. And I think it was in Japan. Yeah, there's, there's like a tile ledge. Is that yeah, the one you're talking exactly, about? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's that's in Japan. Yeah, that was that was fun. That was a crazy tour, I'll tell you. <laughs> Absolutely crazy. Uh, Matt Solano, Matt Mance, um, John Starr, Tom Heiser. Yeah, it was Man. pretty cool. Damn, yeah. amazing. Legends. Yeah. And like, yeah. talking like, I was uh, watching as well, like the, the video that you've done with Dom Perspectives. And like, um, you said something that, it's pretty cool and, and, and it's in stream in certain ways. Like you guys in Australia are like pretty good in everything. I mean, like if I, if I can uh, uh, imagine of Gave Drum is good in bowl skating, pipe skating, street skating. Uh, why like in Australia, there's like all of these uh, all terrain skating so developed? Um, I think it came from, well, it came from us originally from the, from the older guys. Um, because when we started, there was nothing but street. That's all we did was street because there was nothing else to do. You know, there wasn't the big ramps or anything like that. And then a few years in, we started doing skate shows and the skate shows were all done on vert ramps, you know, because nobody wants to see anyone do a little grind on a handrail. You know, they don't understand it. Whereas you see someone go right up in the air and do a huge spin or whatever it was, you know, uh, people can, people just like seeing other people go up in the air. So we did heaps of vert shows and then, um, yeah, so it was sort of, we started doing street and then we switched to doing vert shows, but there's, uh, uh, I suppose for me personally, I just got bored doing the same thing over and over again. So I would just switch and, and I never wanted to be limited, you know, like I would go to America, I wanted to skate with Louis or I wanted to skate with Josh Petty or I wanted to skate with John Julio, you know, I wanted to skate with those guys. And then I also wanted to say, skate with Sesamora and, you know, Matt Solano and, and I didn't want to miss out. Like I, they were all my friends. And for me, skating was never separated. It's just, for me, it's all the same thing. Like I just like, oh, just put that in front of me. Yeah, I'll try. I'll do my best. You know, I'll try and skate that. You know, and that was always my attitude. I never hated being limited, you know. Getting to a place and just sitting down is not, not me. I'm a bit hyperactive for that. So, Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Mm. And like talking about your your career, like could you tell us like um, your like sport career? Like how did you get, for example, into K two or? Um, yeah, K2? sure. Um, so, how did I got the story of how I got into K two or how I started? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think, like in a general overview of your career, like skating wise. Okay. Yeah. So in Sydney, there was uh, a team of um, sponsored skaters that were all riding for a shop. This shop got sponsored by Coca-Cola and we went and did shows for Coca-Cola 
um, yeah. all over the place, like all over Sydney, all over New South Wales, all the way down to Tasmania. We did skate shows everywhere, like every weekend over the summer we are doing skate shows. So we're riding for Coca-Cola. And then um, the guys who filmed um, the Groove Production guys, but before Dave Payne was part of VG, you know, like before that, the guys before that, Sean Tomlin and Morgan, um, they came out to Australia to film the Team Rollerblade in Australia and they saw our shows and they are like, far out. And to not being mean, but our show was really good compared to the American guys' shows because Chris Edwards wasn't out, you know. So we had this amazing sketch show and um, they saw it and they filmed it. And that's that's how it sort of – that's how I sort of started going to America because – then those guys said, oh, well, do you want to do skate shows for us in America? I was like, oh, that's my dream. That's what I, that's, you know, that's, that's my dream of what I want to do. And, and um, when I was at school, my teacher said to me, you know, they said, oh, no, you, you can't do that. You've got to be realistic. You can never be a professional skater. And um, I'm pretty determined kind of person. And I, I just was like, no way, you can't tell me that I can't do it <laughs> just because no one's done it before, you know, no one from Australia had done it before. And um, so myself and, and three other guys flew to America and we started doing skate shows in um, Six Flags. So in the, uh, like a amusement park, you know, with all the roller yeah. coasters and stuff. Yeah. So we started doing skate shows and the first skate show I did in America, I'd done hundreds, like I'd done probably three years of skate shows in Australia. Damn. The first one I did in America, um, was with Tony Hawk and Dennis McCoy. No you know, way. The, yeah, so that was my first. I flew flew to St. Louis, Missouri. I flew into LA, flew to St. Louis, Missouri. And uh, the first person I met, American guy, was Rick Thorne, the BMX guy, Rick mm-hmm. Thorne. I don't know if you know him. And um, we hung out with him for a few days. And then and then um, Tony Hawk and Dennis McCoy came and we all did shows on ramps. So it was, that was my – that's how I got to America. And uh, that's how it sort of all started. And then, yeah, so from there, I got invited to uh, the National Inline Skate Series that was later the on NIST. in 94. NIST, yeah. And I did that, and I did um, pretty good in that, which I was, you know, pretty happy with. And, um, and that was pretty wild, like skating against – can you imagine skating against Chris Edwards? You know, you're, you're 18 years old. Chris is a few years older than you, and, you know, it's Chris Edwards. And Arlo. Arlo was riding Vert too then. Yeah. And Tom Fry and Manuel and Scott Bentley and Brooke Howard Smith was there. Like, all these guys. Like, it was it was wild. And it was the best time. And I skated in that and did all right. And then in 95 at the X Games, just before the X Games, the first year of the X Games, I ended up breaking, uh, snapping off my tailbone. No way. And, uh, yeah, and then I thought that was it. I thought that was the end of my career. I was like, oh, I'm done. And because uh, I missed the whole season in 95, I, I didn't compete. You know, it took me ages to get my back better again. And then um, I flew back over in 96 and competed. And I was kind of, I had a had a clothing sponsor that was paying me and a few few little sponsors paying me bits and pieces. And then and I did okay and I went to X Games and did all that stuff. And, you know, I was always in the sort of between fourth to eighth. That's where I was always in that sort of, in that kind of ranking, I guess, in the competitions. And um, 
then in uh, Lausanne in Switzerland. I was skated and I actually skated terribly for me. Like, you know, there's whatever, 50 people in the comp and I got like 14th. And for me, that was pretty bad. I was, I was really pissed off with myself, you know. And um, a, anyway, I got down and I was pretty miserable. I'd actually broken my arm at X Games earlier that year. And Arlo uh, cut my cast off for me. I was just so pissed off, you know, like I wasn't happy at all. And I was, I was sick of having this cast on, so I cut my cast off early and then I was really cranky. And then the next day, um, razors, K2 and oxygen all came to me with contracts, no. uh, skate contracts the next day. So, yeah, that's – and then that's how that whole journey started as a, as a you know, as a team rider, like riding for a, you know, a big manufacturer. So, yeah, that's – that's I got three contracts in one day. I didn't know what to do. Yeah, <laughs> and and did, you, did you pick up uh, K2? Mm. Yeah, yeah, it was a really tough decision actually. I mean, it was the right one for me at the time, definitely, because um, Oxygen closed down not long after that. And um, and Razors is obviously still going now, um, but but at the time the the Razor skate wasn't wasn't that good, you know. Now it's completely different now, but back then it was wasn't a great wasn't a great skate. So so yeah, I, I went with K two and we started making the skate better and and yeah, so that so was sort of the were were you involved into the the develop of the which model was it the the two fifty five the king fifty five I helped with okay um yeah I mean we all did we all we all gave our our little bits of advice you know like uh, the h the h block that was lower down that no one else was doing at the time so you could run bigger wheels you know that was that was Heiser and we all tested it all it was it was pretty cool like we'd spend a fair bit of time at the office at Seattle. It was, it was good fun. And are they based, like, where are they based? Like, because, and are, are they from France? No, aren't they, right? They're not from France, K2. K2? Is no, they're Washington. They're from they're oh, Seattle. Okay. Oh, really? So, so yeah. they're Americans. Oh, wow. Yeah, Seattle. K2's, K2's based in Seattle. I don't know if it still is, but it, it was forever. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, and they, they own everything. So it was pretty cool. And then, like, when did you, because, like, you have like a, a little break, like during like the came back that you have like done uh, a few years back until like from that period you mentioned earlier, right? Like, yeah, there yeah. Was like a, did you did you stop for like quite for a couple of years or? Yeah, I, I stopped. Like, uh, well, I didn't stop completely, but um, when I was when I finished being a professional skater, I, I just had enough. I was so burnt out. And it was, if you talk to any of the guys from around my era, they'll say the same thing. You know, we were, I wasn't a big, I didn't love the competitions. I, I, I did them because I could do them. And that's what my sponsors wanted me to do. You know, I was okay at competitions. Um, but I didn't love the competitions, you know. Some guys really thrive on it. And that's not me. I'm much more of a hang out with my boys and see what we can create. You know, like that's, that's what I like to do. Um, it's just that I'd competed my whole life since I was a kid. So I, I could do it. I knew how to do it, um, but I didn't love it. So, um, so yeah, when I was finished competing, I was just like, that's it. I've had enough of this. I, I, and I actually started downhill mountain bike racing. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So when I finished, <laughs> I'd, I'd skated, you know, a couple of times a year, but 
not really, you know, I just, just wanted a complete and utter break from it. I'd had enough and I was still getting hurt. And so, so yeah, I, I completely stopped. I didn't, I never completely stopped, but I wasn't doing it every day, you know? Okay. You, you slow um, it down a little bit. Yeah. 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 Like I was doing it maybe once a month kind of thing. If that maybe a bit less even. And, um, that was from about 2004 maybe for probably six years. Oh, wow. And then, um, yeah. And then the guys, uh, you know, Tian, Tian Nguyen? Yeah, of course. He was here yeah, in Milan. Tien. He was here in Milan like a couple of years ago. Yeah. Yeah. He's a legend. Anyway, he, I, I used to skate with him a lot. And, um, he invited me down to go skating. And he said, oh, we're just going down having a barbecue. You should come down. All right, yeah. So I came down and Dom was Dom West was down there and I didn't really know Dom at the time. And, um, oh, I didn't know him at all. Never met him. Um, I knew CJ. CJ was down there. Um, and, yeah, they just they just were skating and I just, you know, that little spark, just something sparked again. And, and I was like, that's right. I really like doing this. This is fun, you know. Like, airtime's <laughs> good time. So... Great, great. So, yeah. I don't know what year it was, maybe 2012, 2013, somewhere around there anyway. And so right now, like... Yeah, go ahead, And then we've just started up again street skating sessions, and then I'll have us try and have a skate with Tommy if I can somewhere. But uh, yeah, that's that's just starting up. So, man, that's amazing. Also, the video mm. you sent me earlier, like uh, uh, the behind the scene thing, you guys skating mm. around in night with CJ and Dom and, and uh, Andy, all yeah. the guys, man. That's pretty. One thing that really hit me. Uh, it's the fact that like um, you guys as a crew are pretty like um, stick together. Like uh, I see people like cheering for people when like somebody of you does a trick or I mean, it's pretty cool to see that like the, the crew from Sydney is pretty packed together. And um, yeah, yeah, I mean, Sydney's a, Sydney's a big city. We're from, and from, we're from all over the city, you know, there's 4 million people in Sydney. Wow. But, uh, it's, so that's a big city and we are spread out. But like on a like tomorrow night, we'll all meet up in the city, and we'll go cruising around. It's you know we're all on a WhatsApp group and kind of message each other each day. And I don't know how they put up with me. I'm pretty old compared to those guys, <laughs> but they invite me. I think they invite me along just to see me crash. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, are you working for like um, a profile or something like that? Like, are you filming for for anything with them right now? Uh. Yeah, a little, little. We're always filming for something, uh, whether it gets used or not. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I mean, Dom's, Dom's got so much on. He's so busy. Um, but yeah, we're always. If we can get a clip, we'll get a clip, and he'll he'll use it somewhere for sure. If it's any good, he only only ever uses the best clips. So he doesn't. You got to land things perfect, or else it's not in. <laughs> So, true and then um, yeah. talking about like skating and going back for skating right now who is like the the one the player that you are like, looking up to to get some motivation to go out and skate uh i don't really need anyone to be motivated to skate i skate by myself mostly but 
in terms of the the people that I uh, enjoy watching, there's people that I enjoy watching, and and obviously it's no surprise that Joe Atkinson is. You know, I love skating bowls. It's my favourite kind of skating, um, is bowl skating. So uh, obviously Joe's one of the best, if not the best, at it. Um, so I love watching him skate. He just has a, an amazing way of flying around bowls. And, um, yeah, I mean, just the guys I skate with, you know, skating with CJ. He's been away for so long, but he's just back in Sydney now. You know, he's good fun to skate with. It's always funny. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really get massive inspiration from other people it's it's kind of more within myself i guess mm-hmm. a bit of a burning with yeah just to be the best i can be which is probably not that good anymore but no yeah. come on. Yeah. and like just because you said like that you love bull skating like did you ever like imagine or figure like in the like back in the days that like the bull skating for example could have reached that level that like cj joe atkinson or or jeff stockle or eric bailey were able to reach? To tell you the truth, I think bowl skating and inlining is only just beginning. I, th- I think it's got a lot further to go. I, I think it's, it's, I mean, we were bowl skating back years ago. I mean, I can see Scott Bentley's name there. You know, Scott Bentley was a good bowl skater. Um, but we were skating way back, bowls way back in the day, but it's, it's sort of all, there hasn't been good bowls to skate. And so I think the bowl skating now, like, is just just kind of scratch the the surface of where it can go. I think, um, like, Takeshi um, is an incredible park slash bowl skater. I think yeah. he's, you know, he he is. If he's not the best skater in the world, it's it's I don't know who he is. He's he can do everything, which I really respect. You know, he can, he can ride street, he can ride park, he can ride bowls. He obviously, you know, the best in the world at vert. Um, he is a phenomenal skater, but yeah, like for example, if you mixed, if you could mix in Takeshi's vert skills with someone like Joe Atkinson, who's got every other skill under the sun, could you imagine that skater, you know, and that's, True. I think that that's, could you imagine those two mixed together? Like it would just be <laughs> crazy. Like, yeah. 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 yeah so, true. Because like Joe is also like a, a street killer. Like he does like, a, I don't know. Full cup shoot up for on down rail easy or oh. like you know crazy crazy like uh, street stuff. He can do and, anything. Uh, true, it's crazy. So he can do uh, anything. Again, that's why I appreciate. Like I really appreciate that. You know, like your your Sam Fogarty's and your Matt Solanos and those guys that can do. You know, Mike Budnick. He's another one that can do everything. Like uh, I really respect that because it's not a. It's not easy. It's not easy. Like you ask any street skater. Um, who's had a go on vert, and they just go, man, it's scary. It's hard. And then you ask any vert skater that doesn't do a handrail, and they'll go, oh, it's scary. It's hard. It's, it's, you know what I mean? Like it's, so that's why I appreciate the guys that can do everything. And, and, and that's for me, as, like a, as an Italian blader, something that always um, uh, I admired from the Australian scene. You guys were like able and are still able to kill everything, like shred like bows, Uh, ledges, down rails, um, vert, everything. So it's pretty, it's pretty cool to see like a, a scene like that, like a hundred percent, like 360 degrees scene um, covered. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it is cool. I, and to tell you the truth, I, I am a little bit, uh, I don't want to say proud. That's the wrong word, but but I like Australian skate scene is pretty special. Well, it's special to me anyway. And and I hope the rest of the world sees it as being 
um, something special too. You know, it's that's a um, if you ever come down here and go skating with the guys, it's just fun. You know, it's what skating should be. There's no industry here. There's no money here in skating. People only skate because they purely, purely love to skate. There is awesome. no other reason to skate. Yeah. So. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So, Scott, with that being said, uh, man, thank you so much for, for like, uh, the time that you gave us, for, for sharing mm. your, your memories. And uh, mm. That's fun. Yeah, Anytime. Like, from what you said, like you, you, you want me to, to come down there to skate with you guys a little bit, man. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. Come down. You love <laughs> it'll it. It'll be great. You will be great one day. So, Scotty, thank you so much for your time. Um, I wish you like a, a good night and I'm looking forward to see you maybe um, here in Italy. Who knows? Or maybe me coming down in Australia to skate with you guys in some bowls. Oh, man. You'll love it. You'll love it. It's good fun. That's good fun. <laughs> awesome. Scotty. Thank you so much. Peace out. I'm looking Thank forward you, to see you soon. Yeah, Bye. have a good one. See you later. Thank you. Bye. Later. Thanks for listening to Blading Chats.